0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to everyone who's been um, giving us a shout out on Instagram and social media. We appreciate it. Today, we're going to get into some uh, harmful attitudes, uh, some some attitudes that c- uh, can find their way in pretty easily that you have to actually fight against um, uh, in your life. We're not going to go into like the uh, very obvious harmful attitudes like, you know, Divorce is okay. Um, It doesn't matter what I do uh, because God forgives me. There's there's like uh, there's some attitudes that could be way more harmful than the ones that I'm going to get into. But I'm going to talk about the ones that can sometimes hide themselves um, that we have to watch out for. Uh, So number one harmful attitude is uh, that's for later. You know, thing, one of the things I've learned about the things of God is until you decide to go after it, and until, or until you decide to believe something for yourself. Uh, you don't grow automatically. Belief, uh, growth as a child of God doesn't happen automatically. It happens because you decide to move forward. And so an attitude like that's for later, when you're challenged with the word on purity, when you're challenged with uh, uh, preaching on intimacy, when you're challenged with preaching on prayer, having a prayer life, when you're challenged in an area that, that it's easy just because of how busy life is, and I've already got stuff going on, and I'm already doing more than I I was, it's easy to get caught up and to allow yourself to not move forward and not stand up to the challenge that God is giving you, because there's just a lot going on in life. So a mindset like that of like that's not for now, that's for later, or I'm still young, that's for when I'm older. These these uh, mindsets end up robbing from you. Uh, you have to be deliberate. We have to be deliberate about the way that we grow in the things of God. We have to choose to growth, to, to have growth. We have to choose to grow. And so number one, uh, uh, harmful attitude is that's for later. Number two, um, well, the opposite of that would be, this is for me today. Um, uh, the opposite of that attitude. And so I want to challenge you every time you hear the word of God, if there's something that's preached that challenges you, I want to tell you, I want to challenge you to step up to the plate every time. Father, I thank you. I may not feel sufficient in that. I may not feel sufficient to do that. I may not feel like that's something that will come easily and naturally for me. But I thank you that you help me in everything and that you. Uh, uh, enable me to do what you've called me to do. That's for me today. I'm going to believe that. If anyone's going to believe that, I'm going to believe that. Number two is I don't qualify. You know, this is a tough one for people. People have uh, uh, pasts. People have things they've done wrong. People even have situations that they've grown up in that weren't their fault, abusive situations, upbringings with their family that, man, really got them started off on the wrong foot. But it, it, it tries to haunt them. The devil tries to remind them, of their past, and make it that they don't qualify for the best things in life that God has for them. And so this is something that you really have to uh, guard against, and you really, by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God, have to uh, feed yourself with the realities of God's love for you. Feed yourself with the realities of being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Feed yourself with the reality that God has good plans for your life, and that you're not a second-class citizen of heaven, that you don't... uh, That you're not going to live on the outside. It's a false humility to to be okay to live on the outside of Christianity and only get the benefit and only have salvation and not receive any of the other benefits. God is looking for people that he can move strongly on their behalf. And so it's actually a spirit that has to be fought against of, of being feeling the amount of people that I talked to, you know, I felt like I was a second class citizen of heaven. I felt like I was, I had done something wrong and God couldn't use me. I felt like I didn't qualify. Well, you you fight against that with all your heart. Bless God. That's not going to be my story. I will will have what God says I can have. I will be who God says I can be. I will stand up and receive what God says I can receive. So that'd be number two is uh, I don't qualify. This is really a big one, but it would be to esteem the word of God lightly. 1 Samuel 2.30, our scripture for this podcast says, Therefore, The Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. You know, there's people... Christians who find themselves in a place where they've, it's been years and they really feel like they've been stuck in the same place, not moving forward. And I really believe one of the biggest reasons why it could be just a disobedience. God gives you something to do and you don't do it. But I think the bigger reason is it's just a light esteem for the word of God. Do you know that the only way that you grow in the Lord, the main way that you grow in the Lord is by growing in his word, is by growing in revelation in his word? You know, if you just said, all right, for this month of November, or this month of December, I'm going to take it and I'm going to take one hour a day and study and and allow the Lord to lead me, not just reading through the Bible, which is good, but to do a pointed study. All right, Lord, show me what to study. Show me, all right, I'm going to study being a new creature in Christ Jesus, and I'm going to look up scriptures, and I'm going to spend an hour a day diving into these things, and let God give me revelation on who I am in Christ Jesus, who Christ Jesus is inside of me, and really study and have a, a high esteem for the word honor the word of God, you will grow as you choose to honor the word. But if you lightly esteem the word where your conversations with other people are more important than your time in the word, where your time on the internet is more important than your time in the word, we have to be, we have to look at this practically because the truth is before, before there was uh, Social media. There was something else. And before there was something else, there was something else. There's always been excuses not to spend time in the Word. There was a generation of people that listened to the radio more than they listened to, uh, more than they would read the Bible. And there's a generation before that that watched black and white TV more. or or after that. They watch black and white TV more than they... And there was always an excuse. People who had hobbies, people who went fishing, people who read books, people who read the the newspaper. They had time every day to read the newspaper. It's always something. And if social media dies somehow, I don't see it doing that, but if it dies somehow, there'll be something else. There'll be some other distraction. If unlimited data went away and you couldn't be on social media as much as, as we are as a society, there would be something else that would come. Life has a way of getting busy. If you're too busy in your heart for the word, you're too busy in your heart for growth and you stunt your growth. You have to fall in love with anointed preaching. You have to fall in love with, with the word of God, with studying the word, with being in the word of God. So lightly lightly esteeming the word of God. The word of God is meant to be eaten. It's meant, meant to be devoured. Proverbs 4 says, my son, attend unto my word. That means pay attention to it. Uh, d- don't don't listen to my word like sp- some people do. You're having a conversation with somebody and and you and they're talking to you, but they're also on their phone. And you're like they're not that interested in this conversation. Don't be like that with the word where you have your Bible open and you have your phone open, or you're breezing through your Bible. It's like when you were a kid. Oh, you got to finish your schoolwork so you can play video games, right? So you're breezing through your schoolwork. You're trying to rush through it so you can get to video games. Like there should be a love and heart for the word of God, a consecration. This word is my life. This is my life and a dedication to the word of God. Um, The word is meant to be eaten and devoured. The next attitude that's really harmful that can rob rob us is taking things for granted. Man, this is such a tough one. You meet people who are, are just like this, you know, you do something for them and it's barely a thank you. It's, uh, uh, and it's small things, but practice appreciativeness, practice being grateful. Hey, if someone opens the door for you, thank you. If someone uh, greets you, greet them back. If someone's kind to you, go out of your way, be thankful, be thankful. But in your spiritual life, it's important too, because people, you know, what happens is people, uh, when they don't express gratitude to God for what he's done, it, it closes them off from, from receiving the next thing. Cause if you can't express gratitude, gratitude to God for the fact that someone bought you a coffee or someone uh, bought you a meal. If you can't see that as a blessing from God, God can't bless you with greater things. People are believing for such big things that when the small things come, they, they, they forget to be thankful. But I believe God will actually put a love for a a, a, th- a new thankfulness in your heart. If you ask him, Lord, help me to be thankful for the little things. Begin to even just take an account on a daily basis of the blessings of the Lord. Man, the Lord bought me a coffee today. The Lord paid for lunch today. Someone gave me some brownies today. Man, someone went out of their way to say that my preaching blessed them. Lord, thank you for these little blessings. Thank you for these things that in the grand scheme, they're not even close to what I'm believing the Lord for. But but there's something that God has done for me. And so Lord, I honor you. I praise you. I bless you. Lord, I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly practicing gratefulness. You know, what happens is people compare themselves. And so that's why grateful. they don't end up being grateful because they look and they see at the blessings that someone else has. And it makes them feel like they don't have anything going on in their life. I understand. It's like you, when I was in sales, that would happen. I had a buddy and I, who kind of competed a little bit, but I would go out and I'd be like, man, I went out and I do two sales in a day and I, or I do three sales in a day or whatever, two sales in a day and I have a great day and I'm like so excited about my day. And then I find out that my buddy did three sales and all of a sudden I'm not as happy with my day anymore. My day was awesome. I made good money, two deals on a certain weekday, on a Monday it was a great day. But then when I see my friend made three, all of a sudden it's like my joy is taken away because my friend beat me, you know, and it's the same thing, uh, it, being a person of comparison that compares yourself to other people it's really unhealthy it's an unhealthy attitude to take oh this person always gets this blessing this this person always seems to have things go their way and you compare yourself amongst yourself the bible actually calls that foolish um, so making a decision, I'm not going to, if you compare yourself or anything, let, let comparison stir you up to good works, man, that person finds time to be in the presence of God. Every time I talk to them, they've, they're taking time in the presence of God. They're just as busy as I am, but they're finding time. Let me let that stir me up to spend more time in the presence of God, not rob my joy. Cause I'm not doing it right. And so that'd be the next attitude is, is uh, comparison, taking things for granted, what others do, what God has done and how far that you've come. Begin to thank the Lord even now for how far you've come. Man, look at who you are now. Look at where you were. Some of you were very close to death. You were very close to not serving the Lord. But look where God has brought you to. And I know it's just the beginning. And I know there's room for improvement. Trust me, I got plenty of room for improvement. But I'm not, I, I'm not where I was. And so I'm thankful to God that He's worked in my heart, and He's worked in my life. And I'm not where I was. Gratitude opens you up for the blessings of God. And then the last one, one of the biggest ones, is the I've got it all figured out or the I already know that attitude that I've got it all figured out, man, this one's so harmful. You know, a lot of times we hear the same preaching and so we can hear the same subjects taught on. When you approach the word of God, if that's the attitude you take of, oh, I already know this. Every time you hear a scripture reference, you should hear it like it's with fresh ears. Even if the preacher says, open your Bibles to John 3, you should open, you should open your heart and be like, man, this is going to be good. I wonder what he's going to talk about. This is going to be good. I'm receiving. I'm receiving from the word of God today. You know, the word of God is alive. And so if you treat it like it's dead and you know it and you understand it and you've, you've received everything, you won't receive anything from it. When you treat it like you've got it all figured out, when you become above the law where, where no one can explain anything to you, you lose the benefit of of receiving from the ministry. God has put people in places of authority to be able to minister food to your spirit, to be able to uh, see your mind renewed. But you have got to come with fresh ears. You got to come with a fresh heart, ready to receive, willing to receive. Lord, I don't have it all figured out. Lord, I'm just getting started. Lord, I've been in church since I was an, an infant for the last thirty plus years, but Lord, I don't have it all figured out. Lord, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you, Holy Spirit, because I need help in understanding. Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Lord, let my eyes be flooded with light so I can know and understand your words, so that I can have your word revealed to me. And begin to ask God, humble your heart before the word of God. God has fresh revelation for you every time the word is preached, but how you approach the word. Many people, yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. I've heard that before. You may even do it unconsciously, like as I've been, even in this podcast, as I've been attitude number one, attitude number two, that could be been like the, yeah, I know it before. You know, man doesn't want to seem like he doesn't have knowledge. People don't want to feel like they, they're, they don't understand things. And so we can almost like treat it like it's a math class. Like, yeah, I know how to do that. I know how to do my addition, my subtraction, my multiplication. I know that. I know that. But we can't approach the Word of God in the same way. The Word of God is our life. And we have to approach the Word humbly. Humbly. God, I need your help. I need your Word to teach me. I need wisdom from your Word. I need fresh revelation from your Word. I live off of your Word. Father, thank you for giving me a spirit that understands. Thank you for giving me a mind that comprehends. Thank you for what you're doing in my life. And come at God. uh, Approach the Lord with an attitude of gratefulness, with an attitude of thanksgiving, with not a know-it-all attitude, with an attitude of, Lord, I'm coming again. I'm reading this book again. You know, by the time you get to the end of your life, you would have read a lot of the books in the Bible many times. But it's quick, and it's powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And you'll get fresh revelation of it every time if you approach the Word of God the right way. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being fun. Thanks for listening every day. We love you. Uh, We will see you on the next podcast. Talk to you soon.